Welcome to Scrappy ABM, your source for groundbreaking approaches that don't break the bank. ABM shouldn't cost 200K in tech to even get started. So if you want to get started with ABM or make your program even better without investing a massive amount of money, you're in the right place. Each week, we'll hear from the brightest minds in the marketing world who are redefining ABM, achieving incredible results with untraditional methods, limited resources, and a whole lot of creativity. This isn't a show about how much money you can spend on fancy tech or overhyped tools. Instead, it's about celebrating creative problem solving and the scrappiness it takes to get ABM right. We'll dive into how these marketing leaders built robust ABM strategies with limited resources, revealing the actionable insights that led to their biggest wins. So if you're a marketer ready to challenge the status quo and build a scalable, efficient, effective marketing strategy, Scrappy ABM is the show for you. So if you're ready to discover ABM strategies that are lean, impactful, and utterly transformative, let's dive into this episode. It's like three questions and yeah, to, to, to fit in LinkedIn video limit about the, the trends so we don't need to introduce ourselves to, 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 <laughs> to finish this, just, uh, just meet for the, for the short post and together because yeah, I record a lot of this uh, short videos i want to collect all the all the all the insights and yeah i'm pretty surprised even after 10 talks i'm surprised because i expect everyone okay ai is the trend and uh, almost nobody uh, lays this as the number one so it's great it's something Good. that i also could could learn okay so so question what trends do you observe this year maybe last year but mostly this year, of course, as the part when you worked in sales assembly and now on, on your own as consultant. Yeah, I mean, I think the and number growth to be okay, to be correct in B2B growth, not in fashion or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you ask me for fashion trends, clearly I know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I think the number one trend that I'm seeing a lot, and granted, I run a company called Scrappy ABM, so it might just be my audience on that front, but it's a lot of like tech stack consolidation and saying like, we have a super, super bloated like tech stack. I think there are a couple of reasons behind that. One, uh, the recognition that a lot of technology was bought and then bought with the intent of, oh, we'll figure out how to use it after we buy it. And I've actually had that conversation five times already in the past three weeks of people that just bought it and then said, we can, like, we know it's good tech. We'll figure out how to use it for our business. It clearly should drive an impact. And it, it, it didn't. Um, mm. The other thing is like, with the sheer volume of layoffs that we've seen, a lot of people are owners of specific tools. So when they're laid off, they take that knowledge of how the tool was used and functioned with them. So I've had this conversation as well. A lot of people are saying, we are afraid to get rid of this tool because we don't know what it does. And we don't know if it's gonna break something if we get rid of it. But now they've done like the diagnostics around it and they've done a deep dive in their own tech stack. They're like, Oh, this tool is literally doing nothing and it's costing us an extra thirty to forty thousand dollars a year. We can go ahead and get rid of this tool. So I think like the biggest trend we're gonna see is tech stack consolidation. Okay, interesting. And what kind of experiments did you run or are still running? Of course, besides that that your own company, but what kind of experiments do you want to share? Your insights, maybe something surprised you this year? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest experiment that we're running right now is uh, we've got a partner that's called propensity and they offer a free tier around third-party intent data you can get 100 accounts on a weekly basis and uh, they do website de-anonymized traffic and they can do all of that for free so honestly for us the experiment that i'm about to launch is 
doing that for my own website. Like I, one of the core offerings that I have is helping people build a sales activation play. And I want to build that for myself so that I can then structure that package appropriately and then mm -hmm. make sure that it's a true good value uh, before I start pitching this partner in a, in a larger capacity. Cause I know on their paid side, like I've used their paid side before. Um, I know that that all works super, super well. I just haven't personally used their free tier exclusively. Um, so before we start pitching a client on the idea of like, Hey, we can build something around this. That's going to help you again, uh, lower your tech debt and lower your tech costs. Um, that's an experiment that I'm running. Cause I like the more I've dug into the, amount that you can get on a free tier across mm -hmm. a lot of these tech providers, you can build like a pretty solid ABM program and granted mm -hmm. it'll be duct taped. Like there's no, there's no way around that. Like what you're buying mm -hmm. with the tech stack is better integration, better reporting, all that kind of, but like you can build a pretty great starting ABM program, probably just using like your CRM marketing automation and like a lot of these free tools that are available. So like that's the experiment that I'm running is like, how far can I build an ABM program without mm -hmm. buying for like any additional tools? Mm -hmm. True, because even podcast hosting, you can do with Anchor if you decide this direction. But I also exploring this without even podcast to, to, to check this. You can try with report, for example. You can build your <laughs> in Canva, your podcast artwork. And yeah, I, I'm a big fan of using LinkedIn Sales Navigator to, to spot this potential connection but it's also i'm a huge believer that in 60 days with this extended trial you should have some results if you don't have results in 60 days probably you are not using this in in, in the in the right way yep okay so interesting experiment and besides its layoffs and and everything related to recession what challenges do you see in this market of b2b growth for, for the next year yeah i think I think there a lot of the reason that we're in our current situation is twofold. One, uh, the economy kind of propped up a lot of organizations and it was easier to sell because everybody, mm -hmm. there was a lot of cash flowing uh, just through the system and with less cash flowing through the system that then results in like people actually having to be good at doing a great go-to-market strategy. The challenge mm -hmm. with that is because the economy propped us up and now people are looking at historicals and saying, oh, like we were able to do this. Like people know that it should be lower, but I don't think they recognize how much lower it should be because mm -hmm. they really didn't have a go-to-market strategy. They had, again, the fact that like I've talked with five, that's like 10% of the discovery calls I've had in the past four weeks, five out of 50 people have said we bought an ABM platform with the intent that we would figure out how to use it after we bought it. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's insane. So mm -hmm. the fact that that was the economy that we were in, that's no longer the economy that we're in. I think that what we're going to see in the, the challenges that we're going to start to see are just people looking continuously for like quick wins and silver bullets to solve everything as opposed to recognizing this is kind of a reset year. And this is really 2023 is a reset year. And like 2024 is really what I would reframe, reframe as like a, a foundational year of how do we rebuild um and actually recognize we we way overhired we way got over our skis we had to cut back significantly across the board like we learned from the lesson hopefully and now we're going to build a better foundation for growth and actually build a 
an approach to sustainable growth as opposed to just exponential growth that was really not based on the merits of our company, but was based on like the fact that just cash was easy to come by. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I hope that we'll be added ready for the future growth. And this is like this end of phase. I don't know how it is related that in in crypto market we're seeing this is slowly growing so maybe this is one of the indicator of the economy and the last question uh because as in this like scrappy abm in your case i call it abm sprint all this like lean approaches to to start even with this uh with this strategy we often use this co-creation content with our ideal clients do you think that it's this risk that in especially in b2b marketing of saturation of amount of this content because maybe this is my bubble, but I see everywhere ABM podcasts, uh, like many people visiting my LinkedIn profile, I see, okay, that guy running B2B marketing podcast, another, 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 another. So do you see this risk or this maybe all this like niche audiences and and it's, it should work if somebody put the enough engagement and, and work? Yeah, I mean, I just Googled it. So as of September, 2023, there's 3.2. 02 million podcasts uh and then this is my favorite comparison there are 600 million blogs on the internet mm -hmm. okay so like if if you think about the ways in which you could do content marketing mm -hmm. uh and co-create with your customers three million podcasts mm -hmm. 600 million blogs mm -hmm. uh yes. Yes, I, I'm seeing more and more podcasts without question, but most of them die after seven episodes. So mm. there's not even really that much competition in the first place. And the second thing is it's still the best way to actually build a relationship one-to-one -one with a customer mm. because it's not just like, hey, let's like collaboratively work through a document. You're just having a conversation that's recorded then distributed through like great platforms. So now I'm I'm gonna continue to be bullish on podcasts personally. I mm. think um my own show like it's it's small but like my own mm -hmm. shows in the top 50 without question and i'm about to kick it back up in a major way so i anticipate top, being top 10 percent globally before the like the end of 2024 without question ideally top five percent mm -hmm. and it's like to put it bluntly it's not that hard it's just like the dedication to do it and promote mm -hmm. the show so no, I don't. I don't think that that's a problem. Great. <laughs> great, great. Because yeah, it's our control. Because most of the people will give up, and yeah, especially that level of connection with the person we talk, even if we meet during the marketing conference somewhere on the break, it wouldn't be possible that that that, that way because probably someone will join, somebody will check something on mobile phone. So even if, if I think it's the best possible networking especially possible with the with from the home as i remember we are also that from <laughs> for with no long experience as me three months ago so yeah it's a huge benefit to, to possible to network with people where, where if we choose and yeah doing this remotely with this deep conversation possible absolutely yeah final thought um i had, had a friend that's shared with me podcasting today is the modern equivalent to golfing and you can go now, you can now go golfing with anybody at any time. Uh, mm -hmm. Business used to be done on the golf course as kind of a, mm -hmm. a running joke, but also there's validity to it. Podcasting is now the place where business can get done. Okay, thanks.
okay great great so this will be it will be everything i will cut the beginning i will cut the end i will send you the raw material if you want to choose something yeah from, from answer for for your content and yeah in probably in two weeks i will post it so i will send you on on, on, uh, on linkedin everything awesome so okay. thanks man thank you thank you Absolutely. okay great so have a great weekend and yeah we're in touch see ya. you too all right bye-bye thanks thanks Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Scrappy ABM. If you enjoyed this week's episode, go ahead and give us a follow so that you don't miss a single episode. We drop every single Monday so that you can start your week off right. And if you're looking for additional great content just like this, go check out ScrappyABM.com. We're building a library of frameworks, guides, templates, processes, and tools so you have everything that you need to build a low-budget, high-impact Scrappy program. Again, thank you for listening to this episode of Scrappy ABM. This has been your host, Mason Cosby, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one.